Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you wildcarded yet? No, nor me. But this is when I'm going to pull the trigger. Welcome to the Gianni Battici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. We have lots of options around hitting that button, don't we? Now, some have already done it, but if you haven't, I'm going to give you my top five wildcard windows. Now, let's just rattle through them very quickly. Number one, you go this week. Number two, you go ahead again week nine, which is the next international break. I may or may not be looking at that one myself. Your option three is you go ahead of game week 12. There's a bit of a swing there. Game week 19 again is an option. Uh, and then option five is you go anytime you like and you're completely flexible to it, which I must admit, I've been there, done that, and it often does work. And last year's winner, Ali Yahangarov, had no wildcard plan. He wasn't dead-ending into teams to wildcard out of them. He just remained completely flexible and it worked for him. So what I really want to talk about today are some of those options, right? Option one and two are both really interesting. Wildcarding this game week, I understand. Like, start the season, there's lots of price changes. And if you wildcard now, you can build your team value quicker. I get that. Um, if you look at your team and there's three or four of your 10 outfield players that you desperately want to change, I get it. You can consider a wildcard. Five, six, you do it, right? But for me, there's probably three or four that I would change, but I'm not desperate to change. And that isn't wildcard worthy for me. And I'm... and. I, I always evaluate wildcards on my 10 outfield players because your goalkeepers, there's often not much between them. And your bench, yeah, sure, when you're wildcard, you're, you're probably changing all three bench players, but I'm cool with that, right? That doesn't really matter to my outfield team, to my points each week. It's the 10 outfield players that do. So evaluate your 10. Don't look at it and go, I'm oh, making seven changes there if I can wildcard. Well, not if it's your three bench outfield players and your two goalkeepers. Those five don't really matter to you. So I get it if people are going now. I'm seeing a lot of people considering now that I don't think need it. Sure, we want to accommodate Madison or Son if you don't have them. But you can often do that in two moves and maybe you take a hit. The window I want to talk about today, though, is game week nine, ahead of game week nine. So the next international break um, is between eight and nine. It's uh, the October break and it will give us time to evaluate because you've got that two-week period where you can make changes and jump on price rises. Great. We like that. But also it's for the fixtures. It's mainly for the fixtures. And I'll talk a little bit about those fixture swings in just a sec. But first, I just want to give a shout out to So Rare. I've been playing So Rare now for a couple of weeks and I'm enjoying it. I really am. And I'm noticing that a couple of you guys are following my journey and playing too. And if you fancy playing, then there's a link in the description. And what's cool about my affiliate link, and I'm proud to be an affiliate, if you click the link and uh, buy your first five limited cards, you'll get a free limited card, which is pretty cool. I'm still playing the Amazon 
amateur version, the free version, but I must admit, I'm getting more and more into it. I feel like I'm improving my game, and with that, I'll be buying limited cards soon. So, guys, let me know in the comments if you're playing so rare, and I will be keeping you up to date with my journey. So, let's have a look at that wildcard window ahead of game week nine, shall we? Because game week eight's really interesting. When you just take game week eight and look at it as a solo week, it might be the first week the masses jump off Haaland for captaincy, right? So game week eight sees Man City travel to Arsenal. Now on paper, that should be the toughest fixture City have all season. If you're going to go against Haaland captain any week, surely that's the week. Um, now the same week, Spurs play Luton. Now it, admittedly, it's at Canalworth Road, but they still play Luton. Uh, so you might want to captain Son or Madison or whoever, right? Um, so in that week, not only are we going to be considering captaincy, but we might also be preparing for a game week nine wildcard. And if you're doing that for one week only, you can sell potentially your Man City and your Arsenal players. And maybe there might be a striker that you want to jump on in game week eight. You might go, uh, Rasmus Hoyland is at home to Brentford. He's been smashing it of late. I haven't been able to get him on my team. I'm going to sell uh, Haaland for the guy that everyone uh, says is the next Haaland and buy Hoyland. Um because you know you're wildcarding next week and you can bring Haaland back in. So a planned wildcard allows those one-week punts, the dead ending, we often call it. Now, the reason we like game week nine, I've mentioned the break, I've mentioned the dead ending, is more for the fixture swing. So I want to bring up the game week nine fixtures. Now, this is from the scout members area, this ticker, and I filtered it from game week nine to game week 14, right? So we're only taking six game weeks. Now, you might say go all the way up to, you know, game week 20, whatever. I'm not going to do that because, remember, you get a free transfer every week and six game weeks is enough because by that seventh week, your team is six players different if you've not taken any hits. So I think we only need to have a look six weeks ahead. And with that in mind, if I filter for those six weeks, let's have a look at that ticker. And I look at this ticker, guys, and I see all the teams that I don't have well covered right at the top. And loads of the teams that I have well covered at the bottom. It's a big swing, right? So let's look at the bottom first. Right at the bottom, Chelsea. Well, I might still be on a triple up game week eight. They've got good fixtures all the way through there. I might want to sell them, however, ahead of the Arsenal game, game week nine. Man City, again, I'm on the triple up. I could still be there. Man United, I've got two of them. Man City, Man United, Chelsea, all right at the bottom of the ticker. Now, I'm not saying sell all your Chelsea, City and United players. Like, it doesn't matter what games they have. They're going to be good assets. Maybe not all of them, but certainly your City players. But you can lighten the load. And with that, you can replace them with players who play for good teams, who have great fixtures. So, right at the top of the ticker, we see Villa, might want a couple of them. West Ham, you might want Bowen. Liverpool, I mean, if Salah's still around and Darwin's starting and Trent's playing well, we might want triple Liverpool. Look at that fixture run for Liverpool. I like that very much. Everton, Forest, Luton, Brentford from game week nine onwards. Um, even Crystal Palace, Eze, Newcastle, Trippier. There are good FPL assets at the top of the list that I ain't going to get to with free moves. Not easily, but I get to with a wild card. So it's worth bearing that in mind. So I really like that ticker from game week nine onwards. Now you could look at, I gave you an option three from game week 12 onwards. There's a bit of a swing. You could look at kind of around the Christmas period. You could go, yeah, I'm going to hold it as long as possible. Or you could just go, it feels right to do it now because I've got loads of flagged players and you remain flexible. Whilst I'm not ready to commit yet to a wildcard plan, 
I want to be in a position where I can commit a couple of weeks out so I can dead end and really maximize it. So I would suggest from game week seven, I'm probably going, maybe even game week six, I'm wildcarding game week eight to nine. Not there yet, but I'm eyeing it up. I'm massively eyeing it up. So if I was to pull the trigger in game week eight, nine, shall we have a look at how a team could look? Now, maybe you'll be thinking I'm going a bit early here. But I want to do this as an exercise to show that I can't get to anywhere near this team with free transfers. It's completely foreign to my team. But I also want to do it to show that if we're chasing fixtures, this is what our team might look like. Now, sure, I don't want to show you this team and you all comment and go, you're selling all your good Arsenal, United and City players, because maybe that is the case. And maybe I wouldn't make it this extreme. This is an extreme version just to show you the difference. Now, I imagine my wildcard team would be a little bit more towards my current team and incorporate perhaps half this draft, not all of it. But it's good to show how different it would look if we're chasing those good fixture runs. So we should have a quick look at it. Before we do, guys, bit of announcement and a bit of an announcement here uh i've been doing some live streams i say some i've done one i've done my first ever live stream uh going into the game week four deadline and i couldn't believe how popular it was like i was like if i get 50 people watching or 100 people watching i'll be over the moon and i think we had over 400 at one point which for little old me on my new youtube channel is pretty cool obviously i've done lots on other people's youtube channels in the past and live stream to much bigger numbers on scout or chasing green arrows but on my own channel it's something i want to develop and grow and i thank you all for the support but with that with that I've launched my own members. So we have the squad tier and we have the ultras tier. If you guys fancy jumping on board, I would love you to join the squad. I'd love you to join the ultras. Now you can do that for as little as $2.99 a month. And honestly, guys, if I see you are a squad member and I see your comments on this video or any other video or in the live chats, I will be commenting and replying and answering your questions as a priority. I can't always answer every question as a priority. Apologies. I do as best as I can on these YouTube videos. Um, now, if you want to become a ultra, it gets even better because you get to spend some time in a WhatsApp group with me. That's pretty cool, right? Um, and we'll be doing voice notes and videos and updates daily pretty much. So do feel free to check it out. But look, let's get back on the video. I've got to show you that uh, draft. So, wildcard eight draft. This is what it could look like. This is a bit of fun. Goalkeepers, I reckon, if Turner's still starting and Ariola's still starting, we might go with the two basement goalkeepers. Now, this squad is to accommodate Mo Salah, right? At the time of recording, Mo Salah is still playing for Liverpool. So, we've got Turner and Ariola in there. Um, then I look at the, um, the back line and it's full of players I don't own. Trent, Liverpool's run is awesome. I mentioned the fixtures for Liverpool. This draft contains Salah, Trent and Darwin. Again, Darwin we would need to know is starting. So at the back, we've got Trent. We know what he offers. We don't need to talk about Trent. Like we know what an FPL asset he is if, if Liverpool are keeping clean sheets. Because first and foremost, even with Trent and all of his upside, we have to evaluate a team that can defend. And Liverpool just kept a clean sheet to Aston Villa, 3-0. Maybe they've turned a corner. But again, we'll evaluate them. I'm not saying I'd jump on Trent game week five, but I maybe I would game week nine. Adogi, I think, is going to be in everyone's team. What an asset he is. Uh, Cash. Again, this could be Moreno. Um, if Moreno's fit, 
then Cash might be vulnerable. I know one's a left back, one's a right back, but the way I think Emery will shift it with one really attacking fullback. But again, Villa defence is what I'm saying here. Good run of fixtures for Villa, aren't they? Like, I think the Aston Villa run, like, they are top of the ticker. So game week eight, it's West Ham, then it's Luton, then it's Forest, Fulham. Oh, good run. Spurs and then Bournemouth. Like, some good, good runs in there. Home fixtures from game week eight. Um, so game week eight and, sorry, nine and 10 are both at home and then 12 is at home as well. The only away fixture there is Forest away, but Fulham, Luton and West Ham at home like that very much for Aston Villa. Um, I've got Newcastle defence. I'm a bit concerned about uh, Newcastle defence keeping clean sheets like they did last year with European football and the effect that could have. But for the time being, I'd evaluate that by game week eight, nine. I'd know more about Newcastle and how European away days affect them, for example. And then a four million defender in there. The midfield's where it gets loads of fun because we've got Salah and with Salah, you can't have a plethora of 8.5, 9 million mids like many of us got now. So I've gone, gone Salah and then I've gone Madison for kind of the only mid price mid or mid to top price mid. But then below that, it's all those kind of 7.1 and below. So Bowen, again, the West Ham fixtures, top of the ticker. Diaby, because I think he's going to match Watkins and he's a lot cheaper. We'll get close to matching Watkins. Remember, neither are on penalties. And then Eze, like we've spoken about Eze being the talisman for Palace penalties. Well, the Crystal Palace fixtures are really good as well. Like nine and 10 aren't amazing for Palace, um, but from 11 onwards, really nice. Burnley, Everton, Luton, West Ham. Um, so players we've spoken about, like we know how good they are. Bowen, Diaby, Eze aren't in our teams though. Madison, I feel like would be a bit of a, a long-term keeper. Maybe Son would be that and you'd have to rejig funds. Again, the Spurs fixtures, I've got double Spurs here. They're kind of mid-rank. Uh, but again, I don't want to purely chase fixtures, which is why obviously Haaland and the Spurs guys are in. Archer, I think, will be a set and forget because he's great and he's 4.5. But then I've gone Darwin. Now, this could very easily be, you know, Watkins if you didn't want to, if you wanted to go triple Villa. Um, it could it it could be a variety of forwards, right? It might be uh, Gabriel Jesus. The Arsenal run's not bad. That towards the top of the ticker too. But I do wonder by game week um, nine, we're going to know... I don't wonder. I know we're going to know Jurgen Klopp's first choice front three. I think it might be Diaz left, Salah right and Darwin central. And if it is, we've just seen Darwin with two assists in game week four. We saw his goals in game week three. If he starts, I think he's going to get points. Now, the Liverpool have Everton game week nine. Derby, I expect goals. But then game week 10, Forest, 11 Luton, 12 Brentford. I want triple Liverpool for that run. I want Salah, I want Trent, and I want another attacking player, and I think it'll be Darwin. So, look, it means we're lighter on Chelsea. Well, probably that's fair. Probably we've gone too heavy on them already. It means we're a bit lighter on City, but we still have Haaland. You, maybe you keep a Man City defender because they'll keep clean sheets goes at everyone. But we're massively lighter on Arsenal, but massively lighter on Man, Man United as well. The United fixtures are tough. Like game week uh, nine, they do have Sheffield United away. But then they play City, Fulham, um, and then, okay, it's Luton, but then it's Everton, Newcastle. So look, they're toughish fixtures, but they're not, they're, not, they're not terrible. They're not must sells. But it's a really interesting team that nothing like what our teams look like at the moment, which make me think this could be one for the wildcard. Let me know what you guys think. And look, if you want to see a wildcard uh, plan or a wildcard sort of draft, then we could do that for game week five as well. I mean, I look at the game week five wildcard and I don't think I'm making too many, not too many, changes uh, but for now guys and stay tuned because next week we've got game week preview 
maybe a wildcard draft game week five, but also my team selection. I've got some interesting plans and I think they're going to centre around Son. But what midfielder will I be selling? Because I tell you what, it ain't easy parting with a Rashford or a Saka or a Foden. But if I get Son, it's going to have to be one of those guys, I think, uh, that's on the chopping block. So for now, guys, go well and I'll speak to you very soon. Take care. Podcast Network.